What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Uh, reporting live from a goddamn Indian summer in Los Angeles. It's like almost 90 degrees again at my house on November 16th is today. Um, don't like it. Not down. I'm ready for some fall weather. I don't think it's going to happen for some time. Who knows? Uh, we got teased with a little, little bit of cold, and now... Right back to summer. Not fucking with it. Uh, I'm trying to get back into the swing of things after taking a little break and a hiatus because it's been hard to get back on like a daily grind where I get up and post multiple Instagram things and and then book new episodes and do new episodes and edit. Oh man, it's a lot to get back to. But I'm trying to get back into the swing of thing. Maybe maybe a little bit of depression going on. Not sure. I tend to deal with that pretty frequently and. It usually doesn't reflect in outward sadness. It reflects in just not getting stuff done and always feeling stress and anxiety. And uh, instead of going like, oh, I have all this stuff on my plate, I should do it. I go, eh, maybe I should take a nap instead to avoid that stuff. And that's kind of about what's been going on uh, recently. Yeah. <sighs> but on the show today, we have a buddy of mine, Smart Death, who I interviewed a little more than a year ago when I was on Kind of Neat hiatus uh, and doing a podcast for a headphone company called Jufumi. And so we didn't really get into too much on this episode. I edited about, I don't know, 40 minutes of material out where it was just us kind of bullshitting, you know, just joking and laughing about stuff and talking our shit. And... So we talk in this episode about like, oh man, this is chaotic. It probably doesn't come off that way as being chaotic uh, while you're listening, but that's because I edited out a shitload and I just left the stuff that seemed like relevant information. So if you want to hear like Smart Death's actual story, like a kind of more official interview, uh, how I usually do my interviews, you can go check it out by just searching Smart Death, you feel me? And there's like a very nice polite interview where we were getting to know each other last summer that said he's got a new record coming out in two days after this episode comes out called something's wrong the i in something is a j that took me a lot to understand or comprehend for some reason and it's coming out on epitaph records one it's crazy to me that we've had two epitaph artists on this year little lotus and now smart death because when I was in high school, I was also a huge Epitaph fan. I wasn't somebody who only listened to one type. Oh, realistically, I listened to basically two types of music when I was in high school. I listened to a bunch of punk rock and I listened to a bunch of rap. And those were my two things. And Epitaph was one of my favorite record labels. So to now be having artists on Epitaph just like be in my living room or be in the studio I work out of. It's fucking tight. 15-year-old Lee would be like, good job, 39-year-old Lee, you've done good. That makes me happy. Sometimes you got to reflect on what makes you happy, right? For the first time since before the pandemic and even before that some, uh, I got tattooed last week, and that was cool. I, it made, makes me realize how much I miss getting tattooed. And now I'm like, oh, there's a tattoo shop right down the street that has some pretty good artists. Actually, one of them got shouted out on the Brennan Savage episode, Death Beach. He works at this tattoo parlor right down the street in Highland Park um, called Three Kings. And so this fella named Cal tattooed a couple little flash pieces on me just because I had some spaces on my arm that were annoying me that I wanted to get filled in. And now I'm like, okay. I'm going to fucking get my whole leg drilled and then I'm going to get my back and then I'm going to do my stomach and my, like I'm fully back to like itching to get, um, more tattooed. And I always thought that I always just wanted to have one arm tattooed. And now that that arm is filled, I'm like, no, I'm going to get the other arm filled too. Now <sighs> it's a never ending addiction, but what can you do other than that? Still just like mentally preparing myself to be a father. I don't know that it, it has still really clicked in my head how much my life is going to change. Uh, I'm thinking like around the holidays is when it's really going to kick in because Mia's starting to show a little bit, but I know by like Christmas, she's going to be getting really big. And, uh, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, shit, there is like a human in there that is going to come out 
that I'm going to be responsible for. And that is, wow, that is a lot to process. And, and, uh, I'm still doing that. I'm very excited. I'm very nervous. I'm very scared. I always feel like I'm one step away from being broke or unemployed. You know, uh, I always feel like I'm one market crash away from every contract I've signed falling through. And so, you know, now that I'm going to be a dad, I'm like, oh, I can't end up in the poorhouse. I've got a, I've got people to support now, man, it's scary. But yeah, so anyway, this conversation with Smart Death, it was a lot of fun. He and I just kind of sat down with no real uh, agenda or plan as to what we were going to speak about. We ended up just talking a lot about COVID this year. We ended up talking about, you know, his process of making his Epitaph debut and signing to Epitaph. And then we just laughed and bullshit a lot. So I do more talking than I usually do in this one because we were kind of bouncing stuff off of each other. And yeah, it's short because like I said, we talked for you know, an hour and 20 minutes, but I edited, I edited out like almost half of it for Christ's sakes, just because we were having a little too much fun in there. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but it was nice to just chat with somebody that you know, I already have a good rapport with. So anyway, you can go to youtube.com and check him out performing the new record drops in two days. And without further ado, here is my conversation with smart death. You just told me something right before you got here that you are currently homeless. I saw you like tweeting about that, but I thought it was yeah. kind of a joke. Well, it isn't. It isn't. Okay. I am homeless. Why? I got I got rid of my... So because of COVID, I went back to Canada for six months and I was living in like Airbnbs there because I obviously I don't have a place there anymore. Um, and so I was still paying rent here the whole time and that sucked. So now when I came back, I timed it poorly, but I moved my shit into storage because I'm going to go back to Canada again in December... And uh, I put it all in storage, but I told my roommates my last month would be October. Ooh. And so now I'm just crashing on people's couches for a month. So I am homeless, but it's like by choice. Yeah. My shit's in a storage. I'm the proud owner, owner of a public storage locker. How long ago did you tell your roommates that you were moving out? Uh, like two, I gave them like two months notice. Okay, so they had already found people to like yeah. move into. Yeah, so spot. I couldn't. I, and then when I got there, I realized like, why the fuck did I time it like this yeah i just thought it would be a fun idea to make me feel like when i before i moved here and i'd come out and surf on people's couches no i want to be alone sometimes not the best yeah couch surfing is miserable i would imagine that's yeah i mean i've been especially staying, in a pandemic yeah well i mean i'm not like going and staying yeah. i'm like been staying with lotus mostly yeah and uh, my other friend jackie boy because they both have um ample couch room well lotus actually has a giant bean bag that i sleep on a what? A giant beanbag. Like, really big. I was just trying to get you to say beanbag again, because <laughs> the first time you said it very Canadianly. <laughs> oh, I said, like, bag? You said, like, beanbag. Beanbag. Yeah, dude, my accent came back crazy. Yeah, why did you go back to Canada? Because COVID. Just because COVID? Yeah, it started popping off all crazy here, and yeah. I was, like, I would had been and in my crib here with my roommates for, like, two months, just, like alternating between like getting drunk and eating mushrooms every day to like not none of us leaving our rooms for like three days because we just be like fuck yeah and so i was like well, i might as well like if you can't do shit i might as well like go see my family and then i just like made a bunch of music in my i saw my parents made a bunch of music in their basement because i had to quarantine for two weeks and then uh i went over to toronto and just like hung out with people there who are your roommates that you just moved out with are they musicians as well yeah well they now it's all switched over but because they all gradually moved out before I moved out. Uh, but I was living with uh, Horsehead and Zubin. Oh, yeah. And Fox Wedding. Oh, over in that spot, kind of like in Boyle Heights. Yeah, in Boyle Heights. I dropped you off there last year. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's right. Good. It was a good good crib. Yeah, that was a good cool spot. It had a good run, and now it's. And now it's switched over to where it's, it's just other over. people. Yeah, Fox Wedding still lives there, but he lives there with two other people now. Randos, not musicians? Uh, no, they, bo I th they both make music too. While you guys are quarantining at the house together yeah. and just getting fucked up all the time how was that for the mental health I, honestly it wasn't that bad i had like i hadn't done mushrooms in like a long time i was like totally i got totally turned off them uh, as a kid because i didn't realize you just eat a bit and you wait 
and I would always do the thing where you eat way too much and you freak out and you like think the you know that's you're like the only gonna die. way I've ever done it. I like will eat an eighth and then just yeah. like fucking panic. No, that shit is not the move. But I started. I don't know what like possessed me, but I was like, I, I probably just because I was like so fucking bored in the crib, and I was like, oh, let me just like buy a half ounce of mushrooms. But I would do it where I just like eat a little bit at a time, yeah, yeah. and then you wait for it to kick in a little, and then you're like, oh, this is fun, and eat a little more, <laughs> and it was it was sick. It was like an escape from reality. And then how long would you just keep eating them all day? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ride from it whenever out I started, gone. just ride it out until I would be like, okay, like I'm high enough now, or or like I would get drunk and be like, oh, I'm now I'm drunk, I'm gonna go to bed. Because that was the thing is when I used to take hallucinogenics, it was always like, well, I don't know how long this is gonna last. Did you have more control over it when you're eating little bits at a time? Could you just stop and go to sleep if you wanted to? I think so. Also, I would always be drinking when I do it because oh, I yeah. I feel like that helps. Yeah, totally. It keeps you a little calmer. Yeah, it just levels everything out. Yeah, but um, there was no like nighttime or daytime or days at that point, so. It really didn't fucking matter how late we were up or how early. There was a point in time during that where I was waking up at 9 p.m. And one time I woke up at midnight and then I was like, this is, I need to do something about this. <laughs> waking up at midnight. Yeah. A little time to get my day started. Yeah. Woke up at midnight and I was just like, oh, like I didn't, you just like feel insane. Yeah. That's crazy. But so then it was fun. <laughs> you call up your folks and decide to go home like, hey, I'm over COVID. I'm going to come home. Mm -hmm. Well, actually what happened was everybody in my family was pressing me to leave because they're like, it's fucked there. You should come back to Canada where it's at least a little safer. They take it more seriously, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And after, you know, like an, enough of those messages, I was like, okay, I'll leave then. I thought it was going to be like a month, you know? Yeah, totally. Not the rest of eternity. Yeah, so tell me about going to Canada. They took it serious. You had to quarantine in the basement. That's what they yeah. have to do in Alaska as well. Like yeah. If you leave the state, you have to go up and quarantine for 14 days. But I think per capita, Alaska is doing worse than California is right now. Oh, really? Yeah, it's terrible. Crazy. I was just talking to my mom on the phone about this. Is like I think all the states where it was like rural and yeah. not hitting there at the beginning when it was hitting all the cities, they mm -hmm. were going, well, it's not going to hit us because we're rural and so they we're just spread out. Shit. And so now they don't give a fuck. Like they're in the grocery stores with no masks and like right. having full on barbecues and parties. And because it's because that's like ravaging yeah. these states, you know what I'm saying? Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, so you go up and quarantine at your folks house. Mm -hmm. How's that? Uh, it was chill. They had to quarantine too because I was coming from here. Mm -hmm. So for two weeks, we were just like all in the house. Around each other. Around each other. But it was chill. Uh, I hadn't seen them in like a while and I hadn't spent that much time with them in years. Right. So it was honestly, it was pretty cool. Um, they, I would like, I sleep till like, you know, the afternoon and then wake up and like eat dinner with them and then they go to bed and then I'd make music all night in the basement, which nice. was kind of cool because that's where I like started making shit. Yeah. So I had this nice like, I don't know, it's good energy, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, all A lot of your studio stuff was still there? Or what? I just brought my shit with me. Yeah. I just brought like a mic, my la I, or I bought a new laptop because my laptop shit the bed, but um, bought a laptop. I brought like, oh, I bought, actually I had to buy a new, I had to buy a new laptop, buy a new interface because yeah. both of mine broke. Yeah. Coming, like traveling there. Oh, oh no. I, or at least the interface. My laptop was hella old. I needed a new one. Yeah. But um, God, yeah, I brought that shit and I brought my mic that I've had since forever. One of these bad boys. An SM7? Yeah. Hey, there you go. They sure. rock ass. Yeah, they sound pretty good. I like them. I like when they have them in the studio in the room so you can sit on the couch and like do the demo takes on yeah. that. Yeah. I use these to demo and then I'll use a nicer mic to f do like final takes. Right. You know? So why did you move out of your folks' house and go stay at Airbnbs and waste more money as you're paying rent in L.A.? Why didn't you just stay in your fucking childhood bedroom, bro? Well, a couple of reasons. My girlfriend lives in Toronto. Yeah. So I wanted to see her. And uh, all of my, like, closest friends from, like, when I was a kid or younger and shit, everybody leaves Winnipeg, which is where I'm from. Yeah. So they all live in Toronto. So I was like in Winnipeg. I like have so like Winnipeg friends has and like shit. brain drain where it's like yeah. smart kids want to get out and go live in the big city. Yeah, which is not to hate on it because it has some cool shit too. But people mostly like leave if you're doing some kind of like creative stuff, you know. Yeah, you got to go to you a city. get out of there. So how far is that Winnipeg to Toronto? It's like a two and a half hour flight. Oh, so you had to fly? You couldn't? Oh just yeah, drive. no, I had to fly. Yeah, and then I had, and then I like did like a fake quarantine there because it wasn't they didn't have uh, certain provinces when you would go province to province like same thing as you're saying like yeah. with alaska you would have to do 14 days but they didn't have one mm. so i just like kind of didn't see people for like a bit mm -hmm. and it was fine and then it was like not bad there in the summer you could like 
I don't know. I was just like drinking in parks and shit and like skateboarding. Yeah. Not having to wear masks and shit. No, not like you would wear a mask like inside, but like in public, not so much. But people were like staying apart and shit. I feel like in my neighborhood, that's how it was until about July ish. It was like yeah. everybody would wear masks when you go to the store, wear masks and whenever you're inside with other people, right? Yeah. But then, yeah, I would go to the park with my dog every day and we would just be outside and not have masks on yeah. and try to stay away from each other. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like people started getting lazy, getting too close to me, and that's when I started masking up. True. And now everybody wears a fucking mask at the park. Yeah, I, I mask up outside here most of the time. Yeah, I go to Echo Park sometimes, and I'll, like, wear my mask as I walk through the people, but then we, like, post up at a spot, and then I'll take it off. Yeah, right, right. But, like, yeah. I mean, I have so many, like, cool masks now that I want <laughs> to flex them anyways. You know what I mean? I'm like, nah, I got this mask that matches my shirt, so I'm going to wear this. And Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like having the hat that matches your shoes. Pandemic fashion, baby. <laughs> It's a, it's a wave. That shit's crazy. I wonder if it's a bag in making masks right now. Are you I've, everybody's kidding? been making them. Oh, dude, that is a huge pivot for any fashion company. They dude. all got into making masks, and, it, and right. I'm sure they make money hand over fist with those things. I heard there was like a the, uh, a friend of mine who like does like clothing shit. He told me that there were the, these like wholesalers that were like desperately trying to like offload these masks to him because they just like made so many that they couldn't even sell them all to people. No shit. But yeah, I don't know. I assume because like I bought a bunch. Yeah. And people gave me some cool ones at first when i started seeing musicians like making merch out of masks yeah i was like "Ooh, you cynical motherfuckers i was like i cannot believe you're doing that and and, like making money and and taking advantage of people in a global crisis and now i'm like every band should be selling masks (laughs) and nothing but masks that's the new band t-shirt is like we're gonna have that if shows come back they'll have that at the merch that's it like you're gonna be like dude you're wearing the fucking mask of the band you're seeing tonight (laughs) what a dork you know like they go and they get the mask they put it on over their other mask like when they you you double up the (laughs) t-shirt that's classic that should be sick so uh yeah why does your girl live in toronto not in la uh, she's from there. Was this the same girl you was with when I la- when I last spoke to you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. How often were you guys getting to see each other pre-pandemic? Well, she was like living here until that, but now she like got a crib there. She's like fully living there again. Yeah. But she was doing like this like like photo video shit and like art shit. So she has a visa, same shit as me. Yeah. So she can like go back and forth and shit. But now she's like posted there. Yeah. Yeah. So did you stay with her mostly? Uh, I I stayed with her a bit. Yeah. But uh, I was staying with my homie who also went back with me that yeah. uh, that I have been sleeping on his couch, Jackie Boy. Oh, yeah. We were just, like, getting Airbnb so that we could set up, like, a studio. Oh, yeah. Because, like, obviously, like, studios and shit weren't open. And right. I can't record at her crib because it's, that's like, you can't do that. Right. You, know? you recorded a bunch of shit then over the over this a year. A shitload. What was the big inspiration? I don't know. I, I just started having, I think, doing it myself again and not, like... Don't get me wrong. I love doing, like, sessions with people and shit. It's so fun, like, going in the studio or whatever. Yeah. But, like, just sitting by yourself, like, with a, with listening to random beats that, like, my friend sent me and just, like, fucking around. There's, like, no pressure. And yeah. it's just, like, so fun. So what does your writing sessions look like? You just throw on the auto-tune and start kind of... I just go... Uh, 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 until just it come up good. with it until it sounds good. No, but I'm serious. Like, do you go, like, line by line? Or do you kind of have, like, a concept in your head you're trying to get out? When I'm by myself... It's different. I'll usually go like kind of line by line or sometimes I'll freestyle like just like do like the top line like the melody yeah. first and then like write words after the fact. Um, and then sometimes I just like sit and like type on my phone, try to make all the words rhyme crazy and shit. But Yeah. How much? Of, I know that you're like an OG backpacker originally. <laughs> so like how much of that kind of like uh, dedication to bars and rhyme schemes do you find yourself in still? I feel like, well... I feel like with that shit you come full circle, right? Where it's like, damn, only like the most like complex thing that like means four things and like it's all like uh, internal rhyme schemes and yeah. shit. Like that's the coolest. And then yeah. you're like, nah, if you just like are on a track and you say, I'm the man, that's yeah. the coolest. Yeah. So I don't even know. But I do catch myself like trying to rhyme too much sometimes. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you ever like look at a, a line that you've written and go, this doesn't rhyme enough? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you do? For sure. I want it to rhyme more. And then sometimes I have to look at it and I have to be like, yo, you know this, like, like just give up. You could just stop trying to rhyme this. Yeah. I made uh, I made some funny ass rap songs for yeah. fun yeah. during quarantine. About what? Uh, I was I was making uh, like scam rap, like Detroit <laughs> shit, but I was uh, nightcoring it. 
Yeah. Oh, sick. yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's tight. I was calling it BJX7. Do you want to hear something funny? Is that I didn't know what Nightcore was and I interviewed 100 Gex. That's so funny. And people in the comments are like, How is somebody interviewing 100 <laughs> Gex that doesn't know what Nightcore is? This is bullshit. That's so sick. <laughs> it's pretty funny, dog. Shout uh, out to 100 Gex. Yeah, they're yeah. super cool. I saw Dylan at a, uh, at a, um, candlelight vigil for brianna taylor so dylan is also like non-problematic and hell yeah uh, and that's good he's a good man good dude so you're in toronto just recording shitloads of music yeah are you scheduling yourself on some this is my job type shit where it's like okay i'm gonna get on a regiment where i do this or is it are you still kind of letting the inspiration come as i would say it's sporadic yeah i just kind of doing whatever because while this is all happening i was in the midst of uh finalizing all the stuff for my album yeah so i'm like i was like oh this is done my album is done i'm just like approving mixes like we're shot i shot a couple videos safely um but uh so i was like oh this is done i can just like make whatever now like i i'm this because the album's gonna come out i'm gonna have to deal with that for however long so i have like the freedom to just make a million stupid ass songs yeah so i made a country album with my friend get out i made another album with two friends of mine um what else did I make? What's I don't a, know. What's like a country a album sound like? Is it acoustic guitars and shit? It's like we we searched like Luke Bryan type beat and ripped it off YouTube. <laughs> Luke Bryan. Yeah, type like shit beat. like that. Those exist. Oh yeah. Oh wow. There's so many and they're fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh I don't know if we'll ever put it out, but it's super funny. It was, we're just like trolling. Yeah. But uh, it's because my homie's name, his real name is Jackson Southhorn. Yeah. Which is like the perfect country name. That is a very country name. And so I was like, we should just make a country album because of that. So is he going to be the cat or is he going to be like the face of it if you guys put it out? Would he lip sync like we on had some this, Milli Vanilli shit? We, we had this whole idea of uh, we were going to like shoot the album cover of like us and a tractor. We like went and got the outfits and all that. And then we just never did it. We we're going to make like an infomercial for it. All this shit. But we just didn't do it. Are the songs good? Yeah, they're like catchy, but they're stupid as fuck. Yeah, yeah. There's like one or two like that lean kind of towards like a real country song. Yeah. Which the tropes of country are already like silly to begin with. Right. But then a lot of them are about getting head. Is it kind of on some like Lil Tracy, like a farmer type shit? I think it's a little more. It's probably not as good as that. It's more a little more country. More actual country. Yeah. And we're doing uh, country voices, though. It's the silly country voice. Oh, no. So you're doing like accents. Yeah. A little bit. But then sometimes we forget, I think, (laughs) you know, that's funny. But uh, and sometimes mine just sounds like a weird Canadian accent instead of like a country one. Yours always kind of sounds like a weird Canadian. accent. And sometimes that just sounds like Borat. Okay. (laughs) All right. Just a little bit. So uh, what made you come back to L.A. then? I wanted to move out of my place. That was it. You're just here to move out and that's it. Well, I it. did that. I shot a music video. Yeah. I wanted to do that as well. And then, uh, I mean, I missed all my friends and shit. I haven't seen anybody for mad long. And I've got some... Oh, oh also, I'm trying to finish... Uh, me and my me and my friend Y2K have like an indie rock band that we do together. Yeah. And we're trying to... We're not like... We're just not putting it out as an album, but we're trying to like finish this album we've been working on. Yeah. For like... I don't know, three years. <laughs> now, when you say you're not going to put it out as an album, what does that mean? Is just for you guys to enjoy? No, no, no. We're going to put it out, but just only as singles. Oh, okay. Who the fuck is going to care otherwise? I guess. I I care about albums. I yeah. like albums, but I'm old. I feel like, I mean, I care about albums too, but I'm yeah. also pretty old. Yeah. You know, for me, the one thing that really makes me show my age as a music listener is that I can't really just get into one singular song by somebody. I kind of like need the need that contextualization of, of an album. And so if I can listen to 10 songs in a row from somebody that they put together yeah. on some like, hey, this is me, then I'm like, oh, now I get you. If I just hear one, I'm kind of like, well, that just sounds like everybody else. <laughs> nah, I feel that, You know actually. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah. And- I can definitely get into one song, and I'm like guilty of being the guy who like annoys everyone by playing that one song yeah. over and over that he I likes. I actually have one song right now that I'm super obsessed with that I've been playing on. What song is it? It's this dude, Young Blue, and it's a song uh. called Your Mind Still that has Drake on it. And uh, Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It's right in my perfect tone for me to sing along with, which <laughs> is nice. Oh, yeah. So I just loop it and try to like memorize all the intonations and shit. That's, That's sick. Most of the time I need an album. So you mm-hmm. and Y2K, why aren't you going to put it? Why are you putting it out as singles? I don't know. We we just originally we were going to put it out as an album, but then we were talking about it. And it just seems like singles are easier to get people's attention. Mm-hmm. And then once we're, they're all out, we'll retroactively make it an album and call it one, you know? Put it all together. Because, I don't know, this shit, it's like some of my favorite shit I've ever done. Really? Yeah, it's so fun to make. We were just, I was just working on it right now with him before I came here. He just yeah. dropped me off, actually. It's annoying, though, because I have to sing good. 
Oh, really? Yeah, like a lot really more takes. Trying. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm wow. like singing for real. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Like soft, soft voice, you know? Soft voice. Yeah, yeah. Sexy. Yeah. Uh, I will say that um, part of me is a bit jealous of, of you guys' uh, scene, I guess, or like circle of friends, because when I was working more as an artist, it was very stringent about like, yo, we're fucking rappers. We got to <laughs> rap. You know, and I never, and that's it. yeah, and I never really like delved into any other genres. I mean, I, I'm not capable really of doing it, but I'm <laughs> saying like you guys really just go wherever the wind takes you that day. It seems yeah. like, oh, I started off as a backpack rapper and then I was a warbly auto tune crooner, <laughs> and now I'm a now. I feel like a lot of the people in your circle are doing like 80s goth type shit. Yeah, it's like whatever you guys all collectively have been listening to is all of a sudden what you can morph into if you <laughs> want. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of that comes because everybody most for the most part anyways or comes from kind of like a band background yeah and when you do that shit you do a, it's a lot more experimentation and random shit like people that are in bands are always in like seven bands you know yeah and i can't think, remember were you in bands uh not really but i like played instruments and shit you i did. played like in jam bands you know but you were in jam bands not like that oh, but like, like yeah together. we would jam and you know not play a show i because i stopped doing that shit uh like playing music with people really other than like just like for fun um when well, probably around the age I would have started like playing shows and shit because I started smoking weed and skateboarding instead. True, true. But yeah, yeah, I used to be good at drums when I was a kid. You don't play anymore. Uh, I no. You program drums though. I can, yeah. It's the only thing I'm good at. I suck at producing, but I'm good at making the drums. Oh yeah, I always see you like tweeting about how you're becoming a producer. Yeah, tro- I'm in a producer in collective sense. now. Yeah, they just added me, and I was like, I'm down. But you don't actually produce anything. I made a few beats. I sold a couple. You I sold, sold my, I sold my first beat for a hundred bucks. That's funny. Steal of a deal. The kid didn't even listen to the beat. He just wanted my name. And that's really funny because I posted <laughs> a few like loops that I made. Well, uh, yeah. Like during the beginning of COVID, I started fucking around playing around making beats. Now oh, I think I I saw one of them. They're bangers. There I was mean, one that I heard that I was like, "This is sick," and I started freestyling. Uh, that said, yeah. As soon as I posted some, fools were in the DMs like, "Yo, let me buy that. I'll yeah. give three hundred beat, a uh, three hundred bucks." I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is, I'm not going to sell you a beat. I don't know. I just felt like yeah. not my place. Yeah. I was like, I'm I'm almost 40. I'm not going to sell you a beat. That's bro. hella like, funny. Fuck out of here. You don't have that hustler mentality, bro. <laughs> I still sell SoundCloud reposts. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I'm assigned to a label and I still sell reposts. That's really funny. Um, What label are you on now? You guys on Epitaph? Yeah, I'm on Epitaph. Last time we spoke <laughs> in 2019... Were you already signed to Epitaph, or were they just no. talking to you at that point? Yeah, I was just talking to them then. When did we do that? Like, last summer? It was last summer, yeah. Yeah. That was at the point where it seemed like Epitaph was kind of swooping in on the whole the whole scene, kind yeah. of. Lotus had just signed with them, right? Yeah, me and Lotus were talking to them at, like, the same time, and, like, we would talk to them, and he'd be like, yo, what they say to you? And I'd be like, yo, what they say to you? Yeah, yeah. Coldy um, signed there as well. Yeah, how how is it? It's sick. They let me do whatever I want. Yeah. And I don't have, I just, like, deal with Brett who runs it. Yeah. That's sick. I mean, I deal with other people there too, but I can just like text him and be like, hey, I made this song. What do you think? Yeah. And he'll be, he's always likes everything. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He's the owner. The owner, yeah. Man, so he must Still be- Still indie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like a major indie. It's the biggest indie label. That's amazing. That's my flex. Yeah. Whenever- They're good at like grabbing every cool scene. Yeah, totally. And then all the old Epitaph heads hate on it, but they're always right. Yeah. Historically, I know they're right right now because I'm involved. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I remember when Epitaph was signing like Atmosphere and Sage yeah, Francis yeah. and Bus Driver and all the like alt rappers. You yeah, know? yeah. Which is this is kind of in a way a version of an that extension of that for certain. Yeah. I mean, you you used to listen to those guys, so yeah, this is yeah. in in a sense influenced by that, mm-hmm. right? I was low, yeah, low key more stoked to be. Oh damn! Like the, these guys were on it than like at the bands and shit. Although I like a lot of bands that, are, that were on there or, yeah. and are on there. Yeah, there's a couple other people from Winnipeg that were on Epitaph too. What, what the band? Weaker Thans. Ah, and uh, the dude from the Weaker Thans solo project, I think, was on there too. Sick. Uh, and maybe Propagandi too. Propagandi's from Winnipeg. Uh-huh. I used to listen to them quite a bit in high school. Hell yeah, yeah. they're hard. Yeah, they're sick. I think that's it. But that's pretty crazy because I remember yeah, when I first signed, bro, I was like, "That's crazy." I've signed like. Three things from Winnipeg. And I was like, what? And then I looked. Wow. I didn't even know. Have you put anything out on Epitaph yet? Or did they just do the like, okay, we're going to put a compilation of all your best stuff together and we'll put that out to show our audience who you are? Uh, I like put all my old stuff that wasn't on streaming on streaming, but I've also done, I've probably done like five or six singles now yeah. with them. Um, Some of which are on my album and some of which are not. And like two or three videos, I forget. 
it must be nice shooting videos with like a little bit of a label budget. Yes, it is nice. Much much better than just doing it on your own. Yeah, because I would just pay for it before. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, I love to do. I like spending money on videos, but it's much nicer when I'm not spending the money. And they give me like pretty good. Like I have the video I have coming out in probably it's probably out right now, actually. Yeah. Because it was coming out at nine, I think. Or what time is it? Like, who cares? It doesn't matter. It's 8.45. The video that will be, be out, out yeah. by the time you hear this uh, called Don't Love Me by Smart Death, uh, I got a, a good budget for it and it turned out fucking sick. That's tight. What's the video about? Uh, it's just like cool cinematic scenes. There's, It's like inspired by like uh, like different movies and shit. Oh, tight. Yeah. Uh, did you pick the movies? Nah, I, I the director to did? be honest for the, yeah for this video I had no idea what to do I normally me I normally do all my videos with uh, my manager um, Avery he like directs them and we'll usually like go back and forth on an idea until it's like fleshed out and like we work very well together but for some reason for this one we were just both like I don't know yeah which I think also could have been a, a symptom of COVID because it's everything is so limited what you can do now right as opposed to before you know what I mean because like. I don't know, like the kind of stuff that was popping in my head is all stuff that would be like people in dark, crowded rooms and you can't do that, you know? Right. And so we just like asked people, um, some directors we knew, if they could like send treatments. And uh, Morgan uh, from Emo Night, he directed it. Oh, yeah. He's sick. Um, and he sent a really cool one. And I was like, I like this. Yeah, sick. <laughs> yeah. What movies do you guys pay homage to? Um, it's There's like a scene where I'm in a car that's like kind of like... Like yeah, I think he he was thinking more like Pulp Fiction at first, but it also kind of looks like Sin City because it's like black and white. Okay. And then there's like some demon shit where I got like prosthetics on my face and I had nails that were like, you know, like a foot long on yeah. my hands and shit. And I, uh, there it's like the ring kind of. There's like a well and shit. And then um, and then there's just some like classic like, uh, um, performing. I'm cool. Yeah. VHS shit in there as well. Nice. Tight. <laughs> yeah. It looks really cool though. That's tight. And it's out right now. So if you guys are hearing this, watch it. Go ahead. Like press pause. I'll allow times. you to press pause. Go over to YouTube. Look for Smart Death. What is it called again? Don't Love Me. Don't Love Me. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the fucking craziest Kennedy episode ever because usually I'm very like. Uh, regimented and yeah, like yeah. you know like okay we're gonna go we're gonna talk about this part of your life and then we're gonna talk about this part of your life mm -hmm. and, but when I have just recently done one of those like like we did last year yeah. I'm like well I guess we're just gonna bullshit we're just kicking we'll, it yeah we'll just we're figure it out it. that's it hey I'm just turning on the auto tune and go <laughs> line by line baby uh, that's a good callback yeah thank you I work on those a yeah. lot repetition is key to comedy it's my favorite thing everybody tells me I'm uh, annoying because I'll say the same joke over and over but that's funny to me and like until it's not funny and, and then, then it gets and then funny. eventually it gets yeah. funny again oh, yeah. that's, they, I think they call that the family guy <laughs> there was one night where I was saying uh, what was I saying oh I was saying on cap no god over and over and over yeah that is not funny it is funny bro also I was trying to get people to start saying on Romeo Instead of no cap. That's funny. Yeah, I like I that. I like that. That's yeah. pretty funny. It's literary. Yeah, yeah. But it only like a few people, like some fans will tweet it at me here and there. And my one friend thought it was good and started using it, but didn't catch on. Yeah. I also did it for like one day on Twitter. But That's tight. On Romeo. Yeah. When people would say, uh, I tried it at one time also to, uh, you know, people say you say low key, high key, whatever. Yeah. But they mean the same thing. So I was just trying to start saying key. Yeah. Didn't work. <laughs> I have one friend who would say it all the time. That's pretty funny. It's true because they mean the same thing. Yeah, low key and high key do actually. They low key, mean the high key thing. mean the same thing. No, I do. <laughs> I do. I do know stuff that I want to talk about though. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna do my best to continue derailing everything. No, I'm so sorry. It's okay. just my nature. It's all right. No, I. You know, I enjoy getting the bullshit on these once in a while. It's nice when I'm sitting across from somebody that I've actually met before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most of the time, these are just an hour long exercise and like trying not to offend somebody right. with questions. You, you know what I'm saying? Make them like comfortable. Too, yeah, make them comfortable. Basically, you know what I'm saying. And uh, you and I are clearly very comfortable around yeah. each other already. Like we got shirts off. I know you guys can't see that at home, <laughs> for the viewers at home. It's shirts listeners. and skins, and we are both on team skins. <laughs> okay, so signing to Epitaph. At what point did that happen last year, and did life change at all afterwards? I got a little bit of money. Yeah, you got a little advance, probably. I got yeah. a, I got a nice little advance. Yeah. I have some money in the bank. Yeah, which is a good feeling. First time in your life, or what? Uh, no, nah, I had money like the last couple years yeah. for music, but not like. I have a good chunk now, you yeah. know, which is a nice feeling. Like, got a savings account. Yeah, like four or five bank accounts, which is uh, just a symptom of the Canadian American thing. Because I yeah. have, I have an account. I have an, a bank. I, yeah, I have a lot. Yeah, 
Because you, yeah, there's a bunch of bullshit. That shit is so annoying. You can't have like a Canadian bank account in America that you can spend on or something. Like you you, have you to have can, but then all my money is American, right? So oh, yeah. So it putting it there, it's like you just would lose money converting it over and over. Oh, but then right. I still have like a Canadian one for Canadian, Canadian one for when I go there. And then I have a Canadian American one that I can put American money in. Uh, but it's like still with RBC, which is like the big Canadian bank. Yeah. And then I have a Chase account here. And then I have a corporate account. I have a corporation in Canada. Ooh, Smart Def like LLC. I, yeah, but it's not called LLC there. What is it? Corp Incorporated. Oh, oh <laughs> Smart Death Inc. Yeah. This is kind of neat, LLC. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got, we're company men. We That's are. That's it. We're company men. I'm the CEO, baby. I'm the founder and CEO. I'm the whole board. Yo, I'm the director of vibes, that kind of I say LLC. we're spending $1,000 on pants. We're spending $1,000 <laughs> on pants, baby. Are those $1,000 pants? No, nah, I got these for free. Did you doodle them yourself or they came doodled on? They came doodled. This fool, uh, most people are dead, made them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, were you ever into raw denim? Um, you remember that phase? I never really was, but yeah, like putting your jeans putting in, them the, in freezer. the freezer and shit. Yeah, I, 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 at that point, I was broke back then, so I just didn't have like raw denim. Raw denim was like 400 bucks. True, it's you expensive. Know? Like, nah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So now I have one pair of, of selvage jeans, and they're just like shitty Levi's ones that That's were cool. not 400 bucks. And um, when I got them, they were shrink to fit. And yeah. when I got them, they were so huge. I was like, these will never fit me because they're so big. <laughs> yeah. And then I got them tailored a little bit, and then I started gaining weight, and now they're like borderline too small for me. And I'm <laughs> like, how did I get so fat? Like, fuck. Dude, that's a terrible feeling. I went through that recently where some of my, my clothes were feeling too small, but then I uh, started exercising. I had a very active summer. I was outside tight. all the time. And you're like half my size. So imagine, like, I'm I'm going from, like extra large to like oh fuck do i need to switch to double xls <laughs> like it's terrible like this hoodie is double xl it's short yeah. on me still because the belly makes clothes look shorter oh true me? that makes sense uh, anyway yeah uh, i can wear any size clothing that's the nice thing about being a tiny person yeah it's nice to be like skinny rock star style is yeah. like you can just look i'm also like very short how you're not that short, i'm like right? five eight. actually we found out recently i might be five ten because Lotus says he's six feet and he's a little taller than me, but not that much. But I think he's lying, and I also think he grew because I think we used to be the same height. He could. You can still be growing. Who knows? I don't know. I don't think that's real. But yeah, signing to Epitaph, it was really good. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about that Epitaph. Um, it was cool. It was like a you know like a fucking deal. So it was like a long back and forth and shit. Like yeah, when how I was, long was the courting? Uh, months and months. Months. Yeah, and then a lot of negotiating. Was um, it like uh, where are they based out of? Here. Oh, in LA, Los Angeles, so it California. Wasn't like flying back and forth. It was like a we'll go to the office. Uh, yeah, like I went there a couple times, and then it was like a lot of emailing and shit like that, you know. Because I was on tour last summer, um, with with Lotus and Gucci Highwaters and Ned and JV, and uh, we had, all three of us were talking to them at the same time, and we all signed. That's funny. So we were joking that it was like the Epitaph tour, but um, serious. Yeah, I think I signed like I think I signed the thing during tour. And I just like emailed it and yeah. I was like, let me get some money. <laughs> nice. But uh, it was cool. Like they were always like super friendly. And then like the next day after you sign, it's like waking up um, after a mission in, in GTA or something where you just see your bank account start right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, oh shit, I made $160,000 that, that mission. Fuck yeah. Bro. It was great. I woke up just covered in diamonds and gold. Hell yeah. <laughs> what was the first thing that you spent money on after you signed? Probably clothes. Yeah. But I always spend money on clothes. I never, I wanted to buy, I'm still going to do it. I want to get like some really like crazy grills and yeah. a chain. And then I'm probably never going to wear the chain or the grills. Yeah. But I just want to do it. I have some grills, but I want cooler ones because I lost my cool ones. Like what kind of grills are we talking here? Because there's like grills that you could functionally wear and then there's like the ghost main grill where it's like clearly just for photos. Oh, yeah, that shit's sick. But no, like I, I like functional ones. Yeah. But uh, the ones I have are just like top and bottom eight rose gold, Okay, which yeah. is nice. You know, it's rose gold, though. I mean, it could kind of just make your teeth look dirty. No? Yeah, I guess. My teeth are dirty. Them yeah. shits are yellow. I smoke cigarettes. True, true. So, whatever. But uh, I had these cool ones that were barbed wire. Oh, yeah. But I lost them. Uh, 
And someone something cool, like maybe not barbed wire again though, because it kind of hurt my lips. I've always just wanted one gold tooth, like just that's sick. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that would make me look very tough. That would, you know? Yeah, you would be intimidating as hell. Yeah, so I'm ho- I'm always hoping that if I ever have to get like just one singular tooth pulled, I'll be like, can you put a gold one in? There? Put a gold one in there, bro. Hell yeah! Like just replace it with gold. I had the two teeth, uh, silver on the other uh, either side of my two front teeth. Yeah, I lost those two. Huh. I had that like, years and years ago. Man, it was a big purchase for me. I think it was like they were maybe like two hundred bucks, if that. And I was like, "Damn, I'm I'm really gonna do this." Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I I don't know. I bought some boots. Bought some boots. I bought these. I'm just wearing Docs right now. But I bought these like expensive Balenciaga boots Sick. that just look like Docs. That just <laughs> Docs. Yeah. Wow. You could because I don't want like the fucking stupid looking ones. You know, I just like big. But they're like platform, which is cool. Yeah, just that's like tiny. big black boots. Nice. It's my swag. Once you signed that deal with Epitaph. How far along were you on an album, or did you have to start concentrating on some, like, oh, I've got to put together my Epitaph album? I think I, no, I I had, like, a pretty good collection of songs. I was probably, like, 60 or 70% of the way there. Yeah. And, like, initially, like, showed them a bunch of songs and, like, like, went and had a meeting, like, talked it over with, like, Brett and whoever else just being, like, oh, yeah, like, we, like, these ones are, you know, better than these ones, and, like, just, like, you know how it is, like, um... And then uh, I made a few more, and I did one with Brett, actually. I had this, like, demo. It's the last song on my album. It's called Nothing Is Wrong, and the album's called Something's Wrong, spelt wrong, spelt with a J instead of an I. Mm. I. Yeah, I had this acoustic demo, and then he really liked it, so then we, like, it was, like, the last thing I did before COVID, actually, like, before lockdown. Yeah. Um, we, like, went, uh, me and him and my friends Andy and Jordan, um, went to, like, this nice studio, and, like, he brought in, like, a drum. It's, like, an acoustic song, and it erupts into, like, actual full band shit. That's I'm just, tight. like, screaming at the end. Yeah. Um, it's sick. Yeah, how's that? Like, having an album budget and stuff, like, did you feel, uh, like, oh, since I actually have some money behind this project, I should, like, go outside of my bedroom and do cool shit? Yeah, I mean, I had been making all the songs for it, like, in the studio with people and shit yeah. uh, before, and during but it was nice to be able to pay people yeah and like not that like because usually like before it would just be like oh we'll just like split the song but now i can like people but also that's kind of annoying sometimes too with uh it's a lot of contracts and shit but totally but it's nice to be able to be like like to the homie like hey i have like you know a couple grand for you for this beat Mm -hmm. like that's sick yeah that Um, is tight and then yeah it's nice the nicest thing is having money for videos and shit because i love that shit you love videos i love videos yeah a forward-facing artist I don't know what that means. Like, you like to be in front of the camera? Yeah, that's what they say. That's tight. I didn't know that. I'm People uh, want to see me. I'm only industry adjacent, you feel me? So that's I don't cool. know a lot of the tech terms. I feel like I'm not industry still. You're signed, bro. You're a major label artist. You're a major indie label artist. A major indie label artist. I'm signed, but I f- still feel like a, I have like bad imposter syndrome, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, Tell I me still, about that. I still feel like like I, everyone is better than me, and I somehow like faked my way to be this successful, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Which is weird, because then sometimes you feel like the man, you know? Sometimes I'll, be like, I'll listen to like a song made i'll be like this shit is sick dude like mm-hmm. you snapped and then well, other then times you hear one of my songs and you're like why didn't it happen exactly i'm like why can't i borrow out like that so after you um make all these epic songs in this beautiful studio and are able to pay your friends and and uh musicians a nice chunk of change from the epitaph money it sounds like you were doing that mo- you were wrapping that up like at the very beginning of the year right uh yeah was it because of covid that the record is coming out now or was it is it that just how long things take when the machine is behind it? No, it's definitely because of COVID. Yeah. Um, I pushed it back like three times, I think. Yeah. Because I like, ve- like I really didn't want to release singles without videos. Yeah. We did one before COVID, a single with a video, and then it happened and I was like, fuck, like I don't want to just like, I put one single out without a video and it didn't do as well and it was a song that I really liked. It's mm-hmm. that it's on the album. It's called Headed to My Funeral. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was like, damn, like, this is what happens without a video. Like, you, it just, for whatever reason, that shit just is, like, how it works for me. It just always, yeah. like, does better. I guess because I suck at music. People just think I'm pretty. But um, You are a gorgeous man. Thank you. I look like shit today. I'm glad you're bringing the mustache back as well. I'm just homeless, dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a good look. I actually meant to shave before I come here, but I'm homeless. Well... <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't bring a razor. No, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't have one. You got that big old beard. That's true. Well, I have to shave my head. You oh, know. true, Come true. On. Straight yeah. razor? The head? No, not straight razor. Electric? No, r- regular like razor. Like yeah. A, oh, well, like that's a like a... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah, that's what I meant. I guess straight razor is like the I mean, technically, Sweeney Todd. Technically, you know, Welcome to Kind of Neat brought to you by Mach 5 razors. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's like a Gillette uh, Dollar five. Shave Club. Yeah, exactly. Why aren't I sponsored by Dollar Shave Club? You should be. But so then I wanted to do videos. So then we just like kept pushing everything back, moved some stuff around. The, the song, 
the single that I'm putting out right before the album, the album comes out on the 20th. Yeah. And the single Don't Love Me is out now. Um, but that one was supposed to come out. This episode comes out on the 18th. So th your oh, album yeah. comes out in two days is what we're going to Fuck yeah. My album's in two days, yeah, bitch. That's it. Go download that shit yeah. or something. Your epitaph debut. Buy it. Maybe that puts me on the alt rock charts or something, oh, whatever yeah. genre it is. Yeah. But, uh. The song that song was originally supposed to come out in like the spring, mm. but we I knew it, it was like we, everybody I knew, and then they agreed. We all agreed that that was probably like the main single. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the the big song. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we like pushed it, pushed it back. I like moved another song forward, and then we like pushed it back again, and then we pushed back the album, and then pushed back the album again. Um, but now it's finally coming out. Also, I'm like. I'm very slow with stuff. I don't like check my email. Mm. Um, I'm I am fast to approve mixes because I would like to. I'll listen to the mix a few times, like walk around, listen to AirPods, listen to speakers, whatever. Mm. But everything else, I you're quick responding to texts. Yeah, I'm on my phone all day. That's what I'm saying. Like people should just be people should just be texting. Yeah, Brett texts me, and that's that's good. Avery and I work strictly through texts. Hell yeah, we never email each other, dude. Email is. Uh, I don't know why it seems more annoying and daunting than a text. Email feels like work. Text just feels like, yeah, that's yeah true. we're just talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I'll approve that. You know? Like, I don't know. It's easier. It is easier. I feel like I don't have to think as much. Yeah. It's just e quick. Email feels like a paper trail, and text feels like, unless you say there's something really fucked up that somebody's going to screenshot, you're yeah, okay. That's you true. Know? But feels temporary. E yeah. Emails, people be liminal, BC BCCing each other and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. look at what this motherfucker said. And it feels like you have to write a lot. I started though, now when I reply to emails, I stopped feeling like I need to like write it out properly and I'll just be like, cool. No, yeah. The real boss shit is just like one sentence. Yeah. But I always like felt like feel I needed nice, to do you just a proper add an exclamation point at the end. Of I it. always have to put an exclamation because otherwise you seem mean. That's it. I or you put no punctuation, then you seem casual. Or you seem like a crazy person if you do that. Like you, exclamation or no punctuation. No punctuation. I think I think that makes you look homeless. If it, I am homeless, <laughs> I know, so it seems. If fitting. it's one sentence, no punctuation, that looks fine. Ah, it just depends. I would. Uh, yeah, I guess it's better than a period because a period makes you look angry. Period makes or you look bossy. angry. Okay, period. Crazy text yeah. to get. Yeah, but okay exclamation point. Then you're like a puppy dog. You're like ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. So what's the album called? The album's called Something's Wrong. Something's Wrong, but it's with a J. Something. Something is spelled with a J instead of an I. Yeah. And it is out in two days. Two days. On Epitaph. It's my first album with them. It's like, I guess, kind of my first proper album. It's your debut album, yeah. bro. As a 46-year-old. No, yeah, I'm, I'm 37. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's exciting. I think it's like the best shit I did. And it That's and awesome. it's, it has a good arc to it. Yeah. You know, it's got its peaks and valleys. Yeah. In uh, all, not in terms of quality, but in terms of, uh, you it's know, like sonics and vibes. It's like a ride. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have your ups and downs on it. Yeah. Um, does your deal with Epitaph affect the, uh, will it affect your other like collaborative efforts because you have, you know, boyfriends obviously and other stuff like that? Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. Um, yeah, we can just like do whatever with the boyfriend stuff. We have a, a, a shitload of unreleased songs, unreleased hits, baby. Hits. Nothing but hits when Aaron is involved, really. Aaron's great. Aaron's a, so Aaron is Lotus. is a hit songwriter. I mean, all three That's of you true. guys are fantastic. It's great when we do it together because it's so easy. We bang out songs so quick. Golly, you only I have can't. to do one thing. One yeah. person does a hook. We each do a verse. Sometimes we throw something else. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, Boom. A, it's like making a pizza. It's just hit factory in there. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We did a week at the beginning of the year and it was so fun. That's We it. made so much shit. And we had, we like, we're getting like nice studios for it yeah. and uh having like people come through it felt felt like a movie bro yeah and then it was like oh just kidding like the world's over yeah that was the end you guys jinxed it but we have a bunch of bunch of bangers from that yeah there's some cool shit um all right i'm gonna wrap it up by asking you this do you think putting an album out right now during the time of covid is going to feel shittier than normal <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I think it, it's definitely weird, but now at this point, it's like the new normal, right? We've all adjusted. Right. But like, I don't know. I'm fucking excited because it's like a cool fucking thing for me. I'm getting like billboards and shit. Like, it's yeah, going to be fucking dope. dope. Like, that's dope. Either, so either way, hopefully people fuck with it. But uh, I mean, don't don't you think you'll miss like... Dude, I wish I could tour it. Yeah, yeah for sure. touring. But even just like an album release party or yeah. something like this. Those are so fun. Any of that shit yeah. would be nice. Yeah. I feel like, dude, it would be so sick to like play the new songs because I like them better than the old songs. And I, then I can retire some songs and people will be mad about it, but I'll be happy. Yeah. And then like having an album release party would be fun. I'm sure if there wasn't this, I would like get, have a cool one and shit. But totally. 
whatever. Eventually. Everything is just on the internet anyway. You know what? When COVID kills all of America because we have no leadership here, <laughs> then you'll get to tour because America will be done and there'll be no more COVID here. Facts. Yeah. I feel like touring is will come back other places first. Oh, absolutely. Who, you'll be in Lithuania like, turn right? the fuck up. <laughs> Open this fucking bit. Lithuania. <laughs> <laughs> it'll come and it'll come back here, but it'll end horribly and then they'll stop and then they'll just keep like they haven't even stopped doing shows in Florida, dude. Are you serious? They're I've been seeing concerts, crazy videos from like indoor, like thousand cap plus rooms in Florida. I hate this place. Yeah, dude. I hate this place. You guys, you guys are fucked. I'm fucked too because I live here. You are. But I'm homeless. Yeah, you barely live here. You shouldn't say that you're homeless as a Canadian citizen on a podcast because I feel like that's an easy way to get deported. Damn, I have a work visa though. Yeah, true, true. I have an artist visa, the true. best one. Because you're a special talent. Oh, one visa, yes. Outstanding artistry or whatever it is. I, I feel like know. I had one more question I was going to say, but I forgot it. And, and, I don't know. We'll I'll manage to. I'm so sorry. No, we had fun. Sorry. I'll manage to finagle this into I'm so something. Sorry. I'm sure, but it, this is definitely um, one of the most chaotic podcasts. It's like I've done jazz, any, but yeah, it's jazz, baby. That's it. It's jazz. Free ball and free forming. All right. So something something is wrong. Something just something is wrong. Out just now. something's wrong. So, I know something's oh not wh- is apostrophe s yes. no apostrophe. All right. So something's wrong is out now. Basically. Tomorrow. Is that in two days? On Friday. Let me start this over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Something, something's wrong. Out in two days. I feel days. like I'm ruining your life. No. Okay. So <laughs> fucking fuck. I, I don't even drink it. I feel like I'm drunk <laughs> watching you drink the beers. That's what it is. I've okay. only had two beers for the record, but I did have two Bloody Marys this morning. Fire. That's the one drink that I really miss having quit alcohol is a Bloody Mary in the yeah. morning. So it's really a good way to set off the have day. You, did you ever had a Caesar? No. It's the Canadian version. It's better. Really? Yeah. Does it taste like a Caesar salad? Uh, No, it tastes like a Bloody Mary, but better. Wow. Because it's made with Clamato instead of oh, tomato yeah, yeah, juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that I have definitely had a Clamato um, Bloody, Bloody Mary. That's probably about so the same. So it's probably the same. Yeah. I'm sure. Probably close. Okay, let me wrap this up, bro. <laughs> All right. No, I'm having so much fun. So, something's wrong. Out on Epitaph, available on all streaming platforms on November 20th, right? Yeah. Uh, his best work to date. I would say if so. You, if I if I must say so myself. <laughs> I enjoy talking to you, Mike. Thank you for being you, my Luke. friendly acquaintance. I've had a great time. Yeah, this was a fun one. Tell the people where they can find you online. Uh, you can find me online. Instagram, at Sloppy Makeout. Twitter, at Smart Death. With Spotify, no A. No A on Smart Death. S-M-R-T Death. Smart yeah. means death. Um, And then, I don't know, just fucking Google it. Yeah, you just Google Smart Death, but it's S-M-R-T Death. S-M-R-T Death. Is it stylized all all lowercase, always? Yeah, usually. Okay. Except on Spotify. There's a capital S. That shit is annoying. They don't let you... I think Spotify doesn't let you, maybe. Uh, Or maybe they do. I feel like it's something weird, though. Yeah. I don't know. Something's wrong. Yeah, man. Something's wrong. Out now. Uh, my name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me online at It's Intuition. You can follow us as a unit at Kinda Neat, kindaneat.net, where you will see everything wrapped up in a pretty package, and youtube.com slash kindaneat, where you will see Smart Death performing. I'm going to decide. We're going to figure it out. It's either going to be Don't Love Me or it's going to be another song called I Feel Rich. One of those two. But we'll uh, see if, if my friend texted me the TV version of I Feel Rich or not. All right. Okay. Uh, so that said, man, this was kind of, kind of neat. This is a little <laughs> different than usual. Drop the bomb. Yeah, <laughs> this is, uh, I'm Lee. That's Mike. Smart death. And this is kind of neat. Hell yeah.